Good morning, everyone. Um, my name is Wumi, and I've been a part of the church for over 12 years now. Um, today, we're going to continue on our journey um, to the Promised Land, and I'll be sharing about the first battle Israel um, engaged in, and it was the with the nation called um, Amalekite. Of course, the title of today's message is Victory Over Amalekites. As we heard from last week's message um, from the youth, um, God will definitely supply all our needs um, according to his riches and glory. So let's continue on that same journey um, together. Now we know at this point that God has miraculously provided food, water, um, miraculously to the Israelites, um, um, to his people. But now they are about to face their first battle um, with another nation, the Amalekites. And if I want to put myself in their shoes just for a second, um, they're about to face their first nation. They, I'm assuming they are nervous, they are fearful, um, like we would all be if we're about to take um, a first task, uh, maybe an interview, um, something we're doing for the first time. Um, in the case of the Israelites, at this point, they probably had no boot camp um, in, Israel, in Egypt to help them to build up their fighting skills or war strategies. However, they are somehow supposed to be battle ready um, anyway because there's a battle uh, facing them. One difference though at this point is that, that I, I think but at this point they know that they have God behind them because of what God did for them previously. And of course J Joshua um, volunteered some of his able-bodied friends um, to fight the physical war. The key message here though is um, they knew they were going to have to fight in the strength of God, not in their own might, not in their own training. And I, I believe that that's the position that God wants us all to be as his children when we face our challenge on whatever level it is. The attitude of I am going in the strength of God, not mine, um, is what I think I believe God would want us to have um, as his Christians that we can't do things by ourselves um, but with we with the strength of God things are done a little bit better um, anyway before I go a little bit more into the story I'd like to read the account itself and we can find that in the book of Exodus um, chapter 17 um, verses 18 to 14 and I'll read that um, starting from verse 8 the Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, Choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered. And Moses, Aaron and Hur went up, went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held his hands, the Israelites were winning, but whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held his hands up, one on one side, one on the other side, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite enemy with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this on a scroll as something to be remembered and make sure that Joshua hears it because I will completely blot out the name of Amalek from under heaven. 
I would like to discuss the passage in sections and of course we're going to start with the battle. Let's bring this the battle of the Israelites, let's bring it closer to home. It's no news that the world is fighting um, its own battle at the moment with um, coronavirus. Just like the Amalekites uh, were attacked, um, just like the Amalekites attacked the Israelites, I mean, in verse 8, we have been attacked front, left, and center in, in an area where the world wasn't prepared for. We literally had no defense, um, no strategies to keep the virus um, at bay or to kill it off or vaccines to prevent it. We had no skills, no training. It's an unprecedented time like you have heard like a million times already. But that's, that's the time we're living in. Um, we have, we had no skills, we had no training to deal with it. I little like how the Israelites were attacked as well. Um, they had um, no training. It was their first war, um, basically. Um, at this point, the Israelites probably only had survival skills um, trying, um, and probably had never had to defend themselves because they were probably just trying to save save themselves from the slave masters so that they are not beaten or punished for not meeting their quotas. So they were basically just surviving um, up until then. And also the Amalekites also attacked the children from behind. And to me, that was the point where they were weakest. Um, of course, the stronger people would have probably worked ahead, you know, and the weaker people were at the, at the back, and probably um, the sick um, and the children. So the Amalekites basically attacked Israelites at their weakest point. So it's the kind of journey that we are all in at the moment, isn't it? The dawn of COVID has had so much impact on a lot of us, either directly or indirectly. Some of us may have lost loved ones, for example, or a secondary impact that I think most of us might be feeling in the sense of maybe we have lost income, um, some people are having mental struggles, um, you have anxiety, loneliness because of the isolation and lockdown that we have been placed in. And maybe you're just like me, trying everything not to catch the virus. Um, I'm always keeping two meters apart when I'm going for my daily walk in the woods. I'm probably giving that person the eye that's trying to move too close, so not giving me two meters um, distance, washing my hands frequently and sanitizing the post when the postman drops the letters daily. The question is though, in these kind of times, to who do you look up to for your help and support? The Bible says in Psalm 121 verses 1 to 2, and I'll read, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. This is exactly what Moses did in verse 9 of the main text. And I think that's what we should do and we should be doing. Moses planned to go and seek God because he recognizes that the salvation of Israel was not in his intelligence or in his mind. The salvation of Israel was going to be in God. He realized the battle was not his, but the battle was of the Lord. He realized that he could not do it in his own strength. He needed to invite God into the situation and exactly that is what he planned to do. So on our journey or whatever challenge that we find ourselves, let's not look onto ourselves. Yes, we can do some things for ourselves, 
But the main goal as Christians, as children, as Christians and as children of God is we should look unto God for our support, for our strength. The other point I would like to talk about is that when God wants to help, He sometimes uses people. He uses people that He has placed all around us. People can come in form of um, family, um, fellow Christians, um, friends, um, colleagues at work, or sometimes the government. Um, the point I'm trying to make is we have a role to play in our challenges. And it might not just be our own challenges, but in the challenges of the people that God has placed around us. Don't get me wrong here. God can do with our people. You know, after all, he made the world, the entire universe in spoken words. However, we need to understand that God would also use people and we should be open to be used by God. If we want to use the world we're in today, we're in today, we're looking at scientists to give us vaccines. Those are people. We're looking at governments to give us answers. Those are people. The Bible, in the, in the, in the passage that we read in verse 9 and 10, the children, of, the, children of, the children of Israel, they were looking up to Moses, which could be their own government at that point. And they were looking up to Joshua and the skilled men that Joshua has nicely volunteered to fight the war, to help them to deliver the Amalekite, to, deliver, to help them to defeat the Amalekite. God used Moses, Joshua and his men. They are people. And those are the people that God used to help them to have victory. God will always place people around us to assist us with our individual or collective issues. There is power in community. I know it might be difficult in this time to form that community, but there are other creative ways that um, people have been helping. God has placed, God may have placed some tool in your hand or messages in your heart. Yes, you might not be the prime minister or not work in the pharmaceutical comp, um, industry developing vaccines, but we can give support by giving to someone who has lost an income or say hello to a friend that might be isolated. Maybe drop care messages at just doorsteps. I'm just mentioning a few examples here. I'm so sure church has come up with very, very creative ways for which we can reach out to people. The Bible also says in the book of Ecclesiastes, um, um, chapter 9, verse 10, just the first part of it. Whatever that we find our hand doing, let us do it with all our might. There's nothing God has placed in our heart or mind that is small. You might think it's small. It might make a world of difference to the person in their need of it. Let's reach out to people around us. And like Andy said when he was in Andy Windsor, what he said when he was introducing the series to us a few weeks ago, he said, Who has God placed on your mind in the middle of the night to call in the morning or to pray for? So, what else can we do? Like Moses, after he sent Joshua to, to war, we can stay in the place of prayer individually or as a church. The Bible says in the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 14, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. 
God hears our prayers, definitely, especially when it is aligned to his will. In church, we're grateful that we still have the opportunity to pray. In verses 11 and 12 of the main text, Moses, the leader of the Israelites at the time, stayed in a place of prayer while Joshua and his men went to war. And while they were at war, Moses raised his hands and by so doing, the Israelites were winning. And when his hands got tired and he was kind of, his hands were getting weary and they were coming down, um, the Israelites were losing the battle. The good thing though that Moses did was he didn't go alone. He brought support. He brought people, Aaron and her. Again, we can see community and support here. Let's continue to support and encourage our leaders who are making things happen, even in these difficult times. Let's lend, this, let's lend a hand or support wherever we can, just like Aaron and her did when Moses wanted in the place of prayer. As a body of Christ, let's support figuratively by helping to raise the hands of our leaders and keep it steady while we're on this journey. I mean, no one would have thought that we'll still be talking about the virus today. It's almost a year now. However, as humans, I know we're all getting tired and weary of the situation. It's affecting everybody individually or as a group. Let's remember that we can rest on God's strength. God's strength can keep us going. The book of Isaiah says um, in chapter 40 verse 31, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on eagles like they will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and will not be faint. We can surely continue in the strength of God. He will not leave us. He will not abandon us now or ever. That is his promise that we must hold on to because his words are yes are amen and amen. Speaking about promises as I try to move to a close, we heard about a verse about a few weeks ago in Jeremiah 29 11, which says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper, prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. That is the promise of God towards us, and we can be sure that promise can come to pass. Just like when God promised Moses after the war, God promised to blot out the Amalekites in verse, verse 14 of the passage we read. And I decided to do a little digging about that promise to see if it came to pass. And yeah, I dug a little deeper and eventually, um, years down the line, God did fulfill that promise. God did not forget what he said. When God says this, it will surely come to pass. Let's hold on to whatever promise that God has given us in this season. Is it from Joyce's prophetic word um, that, we, that we've heard since last year or from individual words or messages that God has given to us? Let's hold on to them and believe that they will surely come to pass. God always wins. The victory is always his. If he promised something, he will do it. His words would not return to him void. It is said in Isaiah 55, 11, So it is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it out. So if it's the word of God that is towards us, it will not go back to God until it is accomplished. I have a hashtag that I use a lot, which is, which is if he said it, he will do it. Because it is what I believe. And I think it is what we should believe as a church. In summary, I've discussed about four points, which I'll just summarize now. 
the first one is let us keep our eyes focused on God don't let us be um, overwhelmed by our circumstance and we should remember it is only in his strength that we succeed let's number two is let's reach out and look beyond ourselves to offer support don't remember I mentioned a few times that God will use people you might be the answer to someone's prayer we have a role to play in this journey that we're currently in number three let's remember to stay in the place of prayer and our prayers are not just words God hears them and he answers them the fourth point is if God said it he will do it the victory is always God God always wins and his promises to us are yes and amen thank you